Hello and welcome everyone once again. It's time for Paul and I and Ben to talk some sports to you. I'm Jason. This is Paulie. How's it going, guys? And here's Ben. What's up, everybody? And we've got more football all the time for you once again because it's World Cup season. So we've got that. We've got college and NFL football. Take us away, Wally. What happened? Oh, well, about three hours ago, the game finished at this point. Um, the U.S. get a one to nothing result against Iran. Uh, Christian Plitschik, uh scored in the on a beautiful uh, inbound pass from uh, to score in the 38th minute. Um, unfortunately, it sounds like he did uh, damage his abdomen by running into the goalie. Uh, U.S. in the first half looked fantastic. I think they had eight or nine shots on goal. They had just chances galore, only got the one through, and then the second half was 55 minutes of I felt like I was having a heart attack the whole second (laughs) half. And because if Iran would have uh, scored in that second half, the U.S. would have been eliminated. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it basically felt like a tie game at that point. And the U.S. needed one to make everyone watch and feel a lot more comfortable, but it didn't happen. And it was, it was fun to watch. And the U.S. gets the results. And so they go on to face uh, the Netherlands on Saturday. What did you guys think? Because I, I still don't have words for that second half. Well, I, I thought the key moment there was at the, actually at the end of the first half where um, Wea they called oh, him offsides the, uh, on that goal offsides, to go up 2 yes. nothing, And they, I don't yeah. know, man, he did not look offsides to me. He looked like he was at step with that defender when the pass came off. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. But and then for them to just they dominated the the uh, possession in the first half and in the second half it was all Iran just keeping the ball on on the their scoring on the US side of the field. Oh man, that was so stressful. That was so <laughs> stressful because you're right it up until the point where Iran started to get desperate around the like 80 85th minute like it was basically a tie game and so it was just and they were getting so many good looks at at shots and uh, I don't know what do you think Ben I mean yeah it was great it was exciting when we scored that first goal um just kind of to at least get it out of the way. I thought like, okay, we got it one, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> we got one. And, uh, you know, I was watching a lot of things, how people were like, yeah, between the 25th and 30th minute, they got, a. that's, that's the, you know, that's their opportunity that they have to start pushing it. And they got it right around that time. That first one. Yeah. The second one sucked just because yeah, the offsides is 
super duper close. Um, again, I don't even want to get on in and into offsides because I just think it's ridiculous to begin with. But um, yeah, uh, the second half, like you guys said, it was just all all I ran. I felt like every time we even cleared it, you know, by the time it was like, and the U.S. clears it, they are already coming back the other way <laughs> with mm, the ball. You know, yep. like immediately was right back in, right back in on attack mode. So. Um, I think what kind of hurt Iran to begin with too was just they they're kind of doing a two man game the whole time. Like anytime that ball got out there, it was just two guys out there mm-hmm. going as fast as they can, trying to make something happen. And they got and some that, good looks doing that too. They did, they did. But I think you know they brought up every brought up at least half of the guys, brought up some more people, some more of that team. I think they would have a better chance, and I think them just having those two guys strike and then us keep pushing and pushing obviously mm-hmm. made that goal happen and let's just hope that uh you know he's healthy for the next game against netherlands which is like super early here at nine o'clock in the morning or something on saturday mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a nail biter i literally uh, i know you guys said we pretty stressed out at one point and i was like i'm gonna use the bathroom <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'm, like i just needed to walk away you know just right. need to walk away so and I came back, I'm like, okay, nothing happened. Whew, or I didn't miss anything to have more of a panic attack or heart attack. So, yeah, it was a good win. But uh, Netherlands is going to be a tough, 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 yeah. tough opponent. So They certainly are. Uh, the, the other matchup that is set as of the moment is England and Senegal. Both uh, England wins Group B. Senegal gets through Group A, so they face each other uh i assume that's probably gonna gonna be the one o'clock game on saturday since the u.s is the eight o'clock game um and then the only other three teams that are in it that are moved on at this point are uh france brazil and portugal all clinched their spots and then the other spots uh I think I believe they have two game two days of uh group play left. Uh Croatia is currently leading group F. Spain is currently leading group E. And then Poland is leading group C. Uh Argentina after that loss to Saudi Arabia is still in position. They have to beat Mexico Mexico. No, they have or to no, beat they, Poland. They have to beat which, Poland. Sorry. Sheesh. I don't know, man. I mean, they should beat Poland, but I don't know. Poland's looking strong and Argentina is not. They did beat no. Mexico, but I mean, still. Someone should have beat Saudi Arabia as well, but that didn't yeah. happen. So, you know, it's, uh, I just, it's going to be tough. It's not an easy one at all. No, and then looking down, uh, Australia, uh, second in Group D. Uh, Japan, second in Group E, but Costa Rica is, matches them with points right now. Uh, Morocco, Croatia, and Belgium all have a chance. Yeah, Belgium lost to Morocco. <clears throat> that was not, not a good look Let's not that. mention that. The riots in Belgium after that. Woo. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and then yeah, I think that's the rundown, basic rundown for the rest of where we're sitting. 
Uh, so we, like I said, we have a couple more days until uh, the other groups are figured out, but the U.S. moves on in very uh, nerve-wracking fashion, we'll say that. <laughs> they did the only the U.S. could do it, you know, like, you had to go <laughs> yeah. out like that. You couldn't just go 4-0 right in the minute, yep. beginning and sit back. You had to play the game, so, yeah, good for them. Yep. Uh, anything else to add, guys, before we move on to the American side? No, let's take nope. this down to some American football. All right. So we have the college football rankings. Uh, top six are out. Uh, Alabama's sitting at number six. Uh, you, our Ohio State's at number five. USC is number four. TCU's at three, Michigan is at two, and Georgia stays number one. Not to me, not really a surprise in that top six at all. There was a debate whether it was going to be uh, Alabama or Ohio State in that six spot or in that five spot. But the way it's setting up, as long as the top four win their conference title games this week, all four of them should be in. I don't think there should be any surprises, but if TCU or USC slips up, it definitely opens the door for, well, Ohio State, because they're ahead of Alabama. Um, but yeah, how we got there is Michigan for the second uh, year in a row, they went to Columbus well, they were at the big house last last year, but they went to Columbus and basically had the same game against Ohio State that they did last year. They were just physical, physically overpowering. Uh, I think they had like 200 yards rushing in the second half. Mm. And um, Ohio State's, I just saw this, uh, their athletic director is stepping down because of that. And Harbaugh now has two in a row against Ohio State after five losses in a row, I believe it was, six, his first six seasons. Mm. So that was a very nice win for Michigan. You guys want to touch on that? Yeah, I mean, Michigan, I mean, that was a pretty close game for the first half, honestly. Yeah. But then the second half, Michigan just <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, probably got to win this game. And they <laughs> just, they looked like a much more complete team than not only than Ohio State, not only than they did in the first half, but then Ohio State just in general. Yeah, I feel, uh, yeah, well, you said it was a close game to begin with. Um and I feel like, too, like, you know, McNamara had to come in and be quarterback, which he was benched after getting hurt this year. And he's the one that put that beat down in the big house on him last year. So mm-hmm. two in a row, um, which I found out he is transferring, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, don't blame him. But, uh, yeah, the other teams up there, I mean, like, like you said, no no surprises, the top four. Um because, uh, yeah, I thought USC was going to get up, get in there, and then TCU move up, Michigan move up, Georgia stay the same. 
Um, but yeah, if USC or TSU loses, uh, that's the end of that. You won't see them in the top six anymore. Mm-mm. Um, honestly, it's you know, it's it's up to them if they don't if they win, they're in, if they're out, it moves Ohio State up there, and then it's gonna be the big you know, what happens with Alabama if they if they somehow lose against Auburn. We'll find out, and we'll have to wait three weeks, four weeks to watch football again. So, college football, I mean, unless you want to watch like the, you know, blockbuster. Remember the blockbuster bowl or something like that. You know, some <laughs> some made up bowl that happens every year or two. Some sponsor, but yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. This kind of uh, these championship games. Um, it just sucks that football, college football's ending. So <laughs> that's always a bummer. But mm. it's been great so far, and uh, you know, let's see what happens. So, and then I just wanted to mention uh, three teams that were in theory in a position if chaos ensued, uh, face planted this weekend. LSU, uh, Clemson, and Oregon all went down. So that they're out outside outside chance of making it if chaos ensued definitely went away. Mm. Uh, TCU's uh, looked really good against Iowa State. Uh, Georgia pulled away from Georgia Tech pretty easily in the second half. Uh, USC with the big one against Notre Dame, and then just a lot of fun rivalry games. But uh, those are the ones that that top four is really the only well top five six I guess is the only thing that really matters at this point. Mm-hmm. And like we said, if the top if the top four all win, they should be in. I yeah. still think T- I still think TCU if they lose to Kansas State has an outside chance of staying in the top four. I don't feel like that. I don't feel that way about USC. I think USC has to win. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think TCU drops out of the top four for sure, um, or maybe even a. I don't know. It's gonna be tough because they had some good wins, but they also didn't play that many good, you know, programs either. They almost lost to Baylor, you know, and last the big, week so, the or big two weeks ago. Was down this year. Yeah, it was not as good. Oklahoma, your Oklahoma State's, all those were not you know, as powerful as they usually are. So in the ranking. So I think that might just hurt them a little bit. And again, they're not one of the power schools, you know, like mm-hmm. I hate how they say that, but I guarantee that comes the fact that you're not a Georgia, you're not yeah. an Alabama, you're not a Ohio state, you know, so I hope they went out. Let's get someone works, new in so. there. I love it when someone new gets in there. So went out TCU, went out yep. USC, mm-hmm. get in there, change it up. Yeah, then, honestly, if TCU or USC loses, I think Ohio State gets in just because they don't have to be in a conference championship game. You know what I mean? Like, in, they'll, in a, in they'll win that, that weird buy. Yeah. yeah, like, they're just like, oh, we're just still 11-1. and one. <laughs> You know, and we yeah. didn't lose to... I, I didn't... Oh, I forget who TCU's playing, but... Or Kansas State. Like, Kansas State beats yeah. TCU. I think Ohio State jumps in there. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with that, but and I think if obviously if Alabama beats Georgia, they're in. I mean, do you let's say, I mean, yeah, do you yeah. Take, uh, LS, LSU's playing. Georgia. Well, let's look at it. 
Oh, is it really? I just yeah. looked at the standings. I thought it said Alabama was a. Uh... Oh, they're both six and two, but LSU has the tiebreaker. Yeah, they You're won. Right. They beat them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so Alabama is probably not even going to get in either way, unless yeah, they all lose. Yeah. Beat Georgia and push everything out of the way. Yeah, um, and I think even if LSU beats Georgia, I mean, do you take out? Georgia, if they lose, I don't think no. so. Georgia's in either way, I think. Nope. Yeah. yeah, I think Michigan. I think Michigan's the same way. Yeah, unless they get trounced against yeah. Purdue. Like if something weird happens that way, they might get pushed out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so those two are in TCU, USC could lose out. I think yeah, if either one of those loses, I think Ohio State sneaks in. If they both lose, probably TCU stays in. But if T- if USC wins and TCU loses, TCU's out. That's the way I would see that. Play. I I could see that very easily happening. Yeah. Like the only way TCU goes out is if USC wins and TCU loses. They both lose. They'll stay yep. in. There it is. College All football. Right. Yay! So that's the that's the uh, where the playoff is sitting right now. Uh, the big news and. Surprising to me, I mean, there had been rumors about it, but uh, Luke Fickle getting hired by Wisconsin mm. away from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I like a, it. I thought I I Same. love the move. I love the move. I think it's a great move. Um, I am a little surprised that they didn't give it to Jim Leonard, but he did. He, he didn't look great in his stint. They lost the axe to. Michigan or Minnesota again, second year in a row. Um, I know Luke Luke Fickle wants Jim Leonard to stay on, but that's obviously his decision. I don't know if he would. I don't know if he'd take another coordinator job somewhere. If he'd the pros for another job to open up. What do you guys think? I think Leonard's going to the pros. Leonard to the pros. Not as a core, not as a head coach or anything like that. As a, but as a de- defensive coordinator. As a defensive yeah. back, he's gonna bring, he's gonna go back to playing. I mean, why not? <laughs> he only played ten years. I mean, <laughs> ten years. He's gonna go. He plays, retires for like He'll eight be years, comes back at forty. His, flip the letters around. <laughs> Hello, I'm Lim Jenner. Oh, hey, Lim. Four years of eligibility. Here we go. I mean, he, genius. he's only 40. Like, he doesn't yeah. need to be a head coach right now. Just no. just ride out your defensive coordinator stuff. I mean, if he wants to go to the pros and eventually coach in the pros, yeah, this would be the perfect time for him to go get beat, like, take Joe Barry's job in Green Bay, you know, something like that. Or even That's as a like, rumor, a, honestly, like a defensive backs that. coach or something, you know, but. You're right. He he did a good job as far as the team rallying around an interim coach. You know, yeah. they they showed that they played better under Jim Leonard than they were <clears throat> excuse me, under the previous regime. But yeah, it's not like they went out and all of a sudden like holy crap, this team is really maximizing its potential under the guiding hand of Jim Leonard. Like that didn't happen. So if he's, you know, quote, heartbroken or whatever it was he said about, like, finding out he didn't get the job, like, let's calm down, dude. You've, you know, you're 40. You haven't been doing this that long. Why do you even want a head coach job right now? 
you're gonna have plenty of op- he's gonna have plenty of opportunities mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure and yeah he, if he wants to like stick around in college just be wisconsin's defensive coordinator for a while like just own up and then go to some champion well, he's been there for some- six years so i mean like he can i think it's he i think him staying there is not really gonna do anything for him you know like I think well, it's to take the next step some somewhere. I think just... this, but under this new coach, you know, Luke Fickle, he's going to bring in some guys like, and they're going to change. He, Luke Fickle yeah. isn't going to come into Madison and just run and be like, oh, I'm going to run this team like uh, the old Badgers teams of old. Like they always said, that's not what he does. He runs like a much more open offense. Ohio State offense is where he's probably going to run because that's yeah. where he was brought up. So, so he, he's just good. I mean, it would be so smart for Jim Leonard to just work under Luke Fickle under this new recruiting regime for like four years and then go be like, okay, now I want a head coaching job or now I want to go to the pros like, and then get to some college football playoffs, put the defense he can build, put it on display. Like he's not getting, to any kind of, I mean, if we're talking about this personal gain, like it's not like he's getting to high profile bowl games <laughs> at, you know, during his six year tenure at the school yet. He's getting to like Hawaii bowls and shit. And like, that's fine. Yeah. But if he wants to really like, I, th- I think he just kind of wasting an opportunity if Luke Fickle is going to do what, you know, he's expected to do it would do nothing but help Jim Leonard to just stick around for a few years and use the new recruits he's going to get. Yeah, I can see that. I like that. Well said, Jason. Thank you. Uh, the other uh, new hire in uh, Nebraska pulls uh, Mark Rule back from uh, Carolina. He got let go a few weeks ago. Not surprising whatsoever, but he's going to take over a Nebraska program that they've been trying to find the right coach for, it seems like 10 years. And hopefully he's the guy. He did some great things at Baylor before he went to the pros for a couple of years. So hopefully for Nebraska's sake, they, they actually found the right guy. Uh, Cause it's been rough for them. For a Badger fan, I hope they didn't. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, well, been yeah, program. They've been an amazing program for a hundred years, you know. And lately, it's been a downward spiral with Scott Frost. So, yeah, I think the only way this is going to be going up. Um, and he proved that he can do it at the college level. And he's just like every other college coach. You take that. Sometimes taking that head coaching job at the, the pros just uh, doesn't pan out right away. So, um, yeah, I mean. Eight years is a long time, so we'll have plenty of time to recruit and and see what happens with that program. But I think, and I think a good Nebraska program is good for the Big Ten. Um, also, Matt Rule uh, went to college at Penn State, so he's a Big Ten guy. I think this is a great hire for them. I mean, he was good at Temple; that's how he got the Baylor job. He did awesome, like you said, he had did an awesome job at Baylor. NFL doesn't work out, but that doesn't always compete. You know, the college coaching doesn't always compete to the NFL game. That's a 
that's kind of a crapshoot when you try to do that. But he's, you know, taking Nick's, some money. Nick's and I think <laughs> also, uh, I think I heard that he, uh, Matt Rule, the, the Panthers still have to pay him out his contract while he's working in Nebraska. So he gets, a, right. he gets to double dip on that because he didn't take another NFL job. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure there's something in the, maybe there's something in his contract, but like, yeah, generally, yeah, he gets to double dip on that. Well, Which good is for good him. for him. Yeah, right? for sure. <laughs> yeah, if I'm him, if I'm him and that's the situation, I don't care who, I'm taking the first college that offers me a job. You're like, cool, man. You pay me and I, oh boy, I get my severance and my paycheck. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, championship games, uh, Friday night, uh, Utah, USC, uh, Saturday, Kansas State, uh, TCU, LSU, Georgia, uh, UCF, and Tulane for the American Athletic, uh, Purdue, Michigan, and then Clemson, North Carolina. Not really relevant at all, but should be a fun game regardless. Um, do you guys see any upsets in there? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, quite frankly, Don't want to no. be a short answer. I don't. Uh, I really don't. I mean, Purdue, no. I. Um, Auburn, no, like it's no, I or don't. not Auburn. Oh, who was I? What am I thinking? LSU, LSU, thank you. Twice <laughs> I screwed that up. <laughs> consistent, consistent, that's the only yeah. key. Consistency. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the only one I'm keep really keeping my eye on is I do think Utah can knock USC off. I think uh, it's, it's going to be tough, but. They already have a win against uh, USC this year already, and obviously that's motivation for USC. But that's the one I th- could see happening. I don't think it's going to, but yeah, not the way Caleb Williams is playing right now. That's, I mean, and it was a forty-three, forty-two loss at Utah. You know, yeah, that's this uh, is. Yeah. I, I think it's the Lincoln Riley train. You know, it's not going to stop till they get to the playoff this mm. year with with the Wilson and everybody. Yeah, I just it's uh, I can see. I mean, I, I guess if I had to pick one, probably that would be the one I'd have to pick if I had to pick one out of all of them for a possible upset for sure. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, only because they lost to him already once, right? But outside of that, like just the way USC's been playing these last few weeks, going to a neutral field, big time. I don't know. I just don't see. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't see it happening. Well, and ben, ben, you mentioned Caleb Williams, who I think has to be the Heisman favorite at this point. Mm, the way he's played this season. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. I think it's just USC's year. This is their comeback year. Mm-hmm. Or make a splash. It, it sure feels like it, yeah. So if everything stays the same, um, it would be Georgia, USC, and then Michigan, TCU. If the rankings stay the same next week, so or Sunday, I guess they come out. 
So yeah, uh, anything else we got to touch on college football? No, I think we uh, covered all the bases there. All right. So yeah, championship weekend. We'll see if uh, there's any upsets. I don't think any three or the three of us don't think it's going to happen, but that's why they play the game. As we've been wrong before. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So tune in and see if we're wrong again. All right, Jason, you want to introduce us to the big show? That would be the NFL Week 12. Yes, sir. All right, we will start. uh, We had three games, Thanksgiving games. Uh, Bills get a tight one against the Lions, 28-25. Cowboys, 28-20, but that score is a little bit wonky the Cowboys kind of dominated that game for the most part and then the Vikings get a home win against the Patriots uh I guess what was the most impressive win of those three to you guys uh I the most the most impressive for me (laughs) I thought the Lions had the most impressive like uh performance out of any well, yeah, of those, really. That's why I meant the Bills is the most impressive because I thought the Lions had a chance at some point. Yeah, that game, they so. definitely did have a chance. My uh, my brother-in-law is a Lions fan, and we were over for Thanksgiving dinner, and he was – I think that was the first time I've ever heard him uh, swear before. <laughs> <laughs> he was not happy at the end of that game. Yeah. Like most Lions games, but yeah, that was a special one. National TV, I thought they're gonna pull it off. Yeah, yeah and... but they were the Lions. They like couldn't yeah. stop being the Lions the long enough. Constantly, over, over, and over. It's just how it always is, unfortunately. One yeah. day. Like oh I will God. say that uh, you know, despite while looking very much like the Lions at most during m- much of that game. They were like sprinkling in some really nice plays, which is not what you usually see from the Lions. Like they were showing flashes of like, hey, look what we can do. And then just we'd be like, hey, look at that, Jared Goff. Tom Ross St. Brown. Look at that. Look at that. was like a 30 yard completion. Hey. And then they just go three and out after that. And it's like, oh, God. Now they're the Lions again. Yeah, it's just why they're the Lions, yeah. Oh, they're just they're so close to not being so much the Lions anymore. They're like so close. Yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, Vikings. I I thought the Vikings would struggle a little bit more against the Patriots, especially after that uh, resounding loss that they had. But they looked good, and then. Cowboys took care of the Giants. Yeah, it all kind of turned so. out the way we all expected it to. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Bills, Lions, the the <laughs> the road to get there, notwithstanding, that was a little little intense. But you know, Bills still come out on top. So there was a great stat that the Bills are the first team to win back to back at Ford Field since like 2000. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, did, no I did see that. I was like, oh man, they that's played. A terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> thing to have. Yep. 
<laughs> oh the my team. god! The Buffalo Bills are the first team to win two games in a row in Detroit. <laughs> Since like, something, at least I'd say six, two, seven 2016, years. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. There it is. Yeah, I bet you that's what it was. So I thought that's that was just hilarious. <laughs> oh, I wish so I would have seen that. That's how you that. know you're lying. Oh man! That pops up. You're like, what? They did. <laughs> This is the first two times they played back to back here mm. ever, <laughs> and they probably never will again. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Oh man! All right, let's move on. Yeah, and just, let's take a look at the rest of Week Twelve here. Let's just—I'm just going to rip the bandaid off right now. Yeah. I mean, Packers season was done before, but they—I mean. 40 to 33, but that score is not indicative of how that game went. No. The Packers gave up 363 yards on the ground. Jalen Hurts did whatever he wanted. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, Chris Watson did look good. He had a really nice uh, touchdown when. uh, Jordan Love came in for Rodgers after Rodgers went out with a uh, rib injury. All right. My first question before we t- – or let's talk about the game first. Um, and then we'll get to my question of the week for you guys. Uh, I guess, to me, their defense is terrible. Joe Barry needs to go. You can't give up 363 yards on the ground. Oh man, man, dude! How much are the Packers missing Zadarius Smith right now? Dude, that was the dumbest thing when they did it. It's the dumbest thing now. They never should have let that guy leave. Yep, that's for sure. And then, (sighs) and then you lose your top pass rusher Gary for the year, and then you're like, "Hey, who's rushing the passer?" And you're like, nobody. And then they get with Justin <laughs> Hollins, and he's actually doing something, which I was like, well, this is kind of interesting. Like, we have a kind of a pass rusher. Um, but, yeah, it, it was just abysmal. I mean, 363 yards of anything is too much, and that was just in the running game. Yeah. Like, I remember I was watching it with Kate and my girlfriend, and she basically said <laughs> she saw Miles Sanders and just saw Sanders and said, Oh, is he related to Barry Sanders? I'm like, you'd think so. Because, you know, like, they're all running all over us like crazy. Dude, like, you don't, you want to give up 363 yards of offense in a game. Yeah. And they did it all on the ground. Yeah. Like, it's just, I mean, yeah, 40 to 33 sounds like not that bad. That's only because Jordan Love came in and got a quick touchdown. Oh, man. Well, yeah, prevent just... prevent offense too. Ooh. So it wasn't like they weren't really trying anymore. They're just literally preventing us mm-hmm. to score, which didn't happen. But yeah, it was uh, just the worst thing I've ever seen in a long time. Um, and They're then just... yeah, Aaron's hurting his ribs, and now the whole Jordan Love Aaron Rodgers debacle, which I'm guessing that might be Paulie's question coming up. That too, but... would be the one, Ben. How did you know? Because <laughs> that's all anyone's all right, talking so... about right now. So, Rogers said he wants to play against the Bears. Obviously, he wants to play against the Bears. They're still not mathematically eliminated yet. 
I guess, do you, if you're the Packers, do you let Rodgers play in that game and then sit him down, or do you sit him down right away and see what you have in love? Because once they're elim- I I think after this Bears game that Rodgers obviously wants to play in, I think you have to see what you have in love the rest of the way. Yeah, I think they should have put that guy in three weeks ago. Like, if... Okay, so Aaron Rodgers is great. I get it. He's Aaron Rodgers. I'm not denying... I'm not going to deny or even argue that Aaron Rodgers is as good as literally anyone would say. That's fine. But he's got a busted thumb. He's had a broken thumb. You can't throw properly with a broken thumb. I don't care who you are. Like, oh, he's tough and he's going to play through it. Like, that's stupid. That is stupid. You're at the time. What this is, they'd be what three and six at the time. Yeah. You know, and (laughs) it's like you're three and six and your hall of fame quarterback has a broken thumb. If you want to make the playoffs, you've got, if you're three and six, you've got uh, eight games left. You can't just win half those games. You have to win like all those probably games. Si- at least six or seven of those games. Yeah, exactly. So let's say you need to win six out of eight games. Dude, just put in a healthy guy. What's the problem? Like your chances are so far out. If you have a healthy Aaron Rodgers and you're three and six. I'm not, you you leave that guy in. Obviously, you're not going to try out some shit. You're just going to try to win six out of eight games because a healthy Aaron Rodgers can do that. A busted thumb Aaron Rodgers who's 38 years old isn't good. He's just, that the chances of him going six out of eight with this team were so low. And, you know, you still got him under contract. You just, you just, you sit him, man. You know, if he once if he comes back later in the year, maybe you get a Cooper Rush situation. Jordan Love comes in, wins four out of five games. Hey, then you're sitting at six and six and seven. Mm. No, no, you'd be seven and seven. Hey, there you go. You got three games left. Can you win three games, Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. I'm healthy and my thumb's not broken. I don't know. I just think this whole situation has been handled so poorly. Like it's like the Packers don't haven't been shitty in so long that they don't actually know what to do when it happens. Well, it doesn't help that you have Aaron Rodgers on your team as well. (laughs) That is the number one problem. He is controlling the team. If he says he's healthy to play, he's playing. Yeah. No one else is telling him no. Yeah. Matt LaFleur has no control over him. Or really at the team, I have a feeling right now. Like, I feel like it's whatever Aaron wants, Aaron gets. So he went on Pat McAfee today and said, everything's clear with my ribs. Should be good to go. I'm going to go on Sunday. I'm going to play. That's it. There's no debate, no discussion. Because that's what's going to happen. Because it's like the Tampa, the, you know, the Tom Brady Buccaneers, it's the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers. It's the same thing. He just controls whatever happens. And then you said the right word, uh, Jason. 
Stupid is the right word. Stupid. <laughs> like, remember UHF? You were so stupid, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's what they all are. You're so stupid. Aaron, you have a broken thumb. Your ribs are whatever. You said you didn't feel like you could breathe. You think all your punctured lung. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to go play on Sunday. Like, okay, great. But when you beat the Bears <laughs> for the 500th time and you say, I own you, you know, with your broken thumb or whatever, if you pull off that win, Great, but then after that, just sit down and let Jordan Love get in there because, again, we're not going to the playoffs. I don't care about this mathematical bullshit. It's not going to happen. You know, the whole world, like, everyone's going to be turned upside down the whole NFL for the Packers to get there. So mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Heal, get better, so maybe you can play here next year or whatever you're going to do. Who knows? Um, but there's no reason to play anymore. You're done. You tried. You failed. You know, Jordan Love looked good. Again, that was a pre-fend defense. That's the only thing I don't like. People are just ooh, aga, like going gaga over Jordan Love. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, he had he had a touchdown. He went six for nine. Great. But they, he wasn't really playing against a real defense at that point. And, you know, but I want to see him get in there and play. Let's, let's see what happens. Why not? He There's was nothing putting, to lose. He was putting some good balls down there. I get it. He was just throwing like slants over the middle. You know, he was taking the there easy wasn't a yards. Defender within ten yards of each throw he, he made. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he still is accurate. Don't get me wrong. You still have to make that throw. You're, there's a pocket collapsing around you. There's still things happening. But you know, he looked better than Aaron Rodgers you... making the same throws in that game. Could be. I mean, uh, it's possible. Yeah, I can see that. But again. Aaron, it's Aaron Rodgers. He is yep. the problem because he will not say no. He will just be like, if I can play, I will play. Because I love the game so much, even though I want to kind of tarnish it by playing it injured. But whatever you want to do, Aaron. Yeah, well, well I- he just thinks that it's this assumption that if he doesn't play, we're not going to win. And it's like, hey, man, like you say – but then at the on the other side of his mouth, he's talking about how he loves Jordan Love and thinks he's great. And it's like, well, then trust him. Go out there, put the headset on, grab the clipboard, do all the funny Sounds like moves. someone's stupid. Jason, like, it sounds like someone who's being stupid. <laughs> do the Paul Walker maneuver from Varsity Blues. You know, be the starting quarterback who... Tells who helps the backup quarterback win the championship. But he doesn't want your life, Jason. He doesn't (laughs) want your life. (laughs) Fair enough. I guess not. I barely did. That is a good one. I don't want your life. Okay, move on. Yeah, let's move on from that. Jason, you want to touch on your Dolphins? I know. Well, yeah, 30, to a bright to, 30 to 15. I know it's... you wanted that a bigger score, but they, yeah, they wanted that their, a bigger they score. Pulled their, they pulled their offense. It was like 27 nothing, right? Quarter, so. Yeah. Well, they were up 30 to six at half. So it, was it I know, 30 I nothing? I, 20, I thought yeah. I saw 27 nothing at one point, and I was just like, well, that's done. And I was, I was like, plenty of time left in the second. So I was like, mm-hmm. that's over with. Well, I did see they were up thirty to six. Maybe it was just after half, and or in the third quarter, I thought it was. Yeah, halftime. they scored right after halftime. So, but uh, and I was like, "Oh, all right, cool." And then I saw the final score was thirty to fifteen. Uh, that's not cool. And I, yeah, you look into, you know, they did pull their offense, but still, like, they they looked fine. 
they looked fine. That's that's all I wanted to see. I mean, the the way that they kind of took their foot off the gas at the end, I'm not a huge fan of, but I get it. It's the second half of the season. You got guys you rely on for your offense to work. I get it. I understand why it turned out the way it did. I just I don't need that anxiety in my life. Just make it 44 to 15. And then we're and then I'm happy. Just be like the old Dolphins fans, like the Packers are now, and just whatever it's just whatever happens, happens. Just go with the flow, Jason. They win, they win, they lose. Who really fucking cares? <laughs> like the Packer fans in the eighties. Like eighties like, a couple years in the nineties. I mean, when I grew up, that's all it was. I remember yep. like I'd be like, Why are we watching this game, Dad? And he's like, It's the Packers. I'm like, yeah. but why? <laughs> They're, they're gonna lose bad again, but four and ten, and they're down twenty eight nothing. Why are we watching this? Yeah, exactly. Because the magic man's gonna do something. He's yeah. not, Dad. He's not. All right. So some other results we had: uh, Browns get an overtime win against uh, the Tampa Bay uh, Bucks mm-hmm. in overtime. Uh, Bengals get a tight one against uh, the Titans. Uh, Jacksonville the... gets Jacksonville gets yeah. a big one against the Ravens, mm-hmm. um, and then what was the other game that the Chargers went for two right at the end? Also, yep, sure yeah. did. Uh, Even the Cardinals. First time in NFL history that it's happened twice in the same week, I believe. I heard the stat. Yeah, two two game winning two point conversions in, in the same week. Yeah, that's not happening every every time. <laughs> Like ever, and again, I I love the call. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think they should do it more often. Yep. Oh, if you're the Jaguars, you have to do it. That yeah, way. there's no question. Yes. yes, you need a staple, not even season win, but franchise win. You know, yeah. like you need to start going in that direction mm-hmm. again. Yep. Trevor Lawrence looked good in that game, and then Justin Tucker comes at uh, about three yards short of a. What would have broken his uh, record that he set last year at 67. Comes up a few yards short on that one. But that, from that view from the behind, that looked like it was going in. I mean, that was right down Mm -hmm. the middle. Yeah. And then the Mike Uh, White train. What about the Mike White train? Oh, yeah. What about Zach Wilson? Mike Mike White. Mm -hmm. See ya. Three touchdowns, 315 yards. Three t- yeah, and yeah, he looks good. The Jets yeah. had their quarterback this whole time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Never should have taken him out. What was it? Was it last year or was it two years ago when he uh, went on that Last run? year, I believe. Last year, he beat, left, the bang- yeah. beat the Bengals, and then the rest was nothing you need to talk yeah. about. <laughs> but hey, you never know. Second chance, right? Mm-hmm. And the Raiders um, do. Raiders walked it off. Raiders walked yeah. it off. Josh, Josh Jacobs, three hundred and three total yards, sixty or eighty-six yard game winner in overtime. And that's not a pass. That's a run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Oh, big run! Oh yeah, I just uh, saw a video of Derrick Henry's uh, quote career-defining run. Oh, it's like right. some Henry like ninety nine yard run where he bowled over like three people. Was that the one where he had the 
the stiff arm on the sideline, or was that a different? Oh one? yeah, he had like two stiff arms, and one one dude he just like ran over, and then like I think at the end he like he just curled his arms up into a in, into a ball over the football, and Miles Jack just like bounced off of him. Like he I didn't got... even do a move; he just like got like he like flexed all his muscles and made himself really really hard. Miles Jack just like bounced well, off of him like he was. Too. He probably knew that guy was falling back. If I hit you right here, you're going down, and I'm <laughs> yep. keep going. So. It's like he was trying to Boom. tackle a boulder. Like <laughs> you just can't. You just bounce right off of it. But yeah, Josh, Josh Jacobs should get should get his money this summer or this uh, off free agent. Uh, Chiefs get a. Uh, Big win against the struggling defending champs, the Rams. Mm. Oh, that's that. Like, yeah. what do you even say about that? It's just like they all Nothing. looked real old, real fast. Yeah, I said this weekend on uh, Thanksgiving. I said, wouldn't it be hilarious if Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay, and Aaron Donald all retire after this season? <laughs> Would it surprise you? It wouldn't surprise me. But I would it, I, be surprised I, if Sean McVay retired, but the other two, like well, Sean the, McVay already asked, talked about going to TV two years ago. So, jeez, oh, yeah, he's yeah, going I mean, out right away. I guess with the first Super Bowl, he sounded like he wanted to not coach as long as he wanted to be a young announcer. So, I just thought it was funny because nothing is going right for that team, and it's not going to get any better. No. And um, I mean, it's, it's you're just done. You're, well, I think they. The worst like, stat or the worst start to a a season for a Super Bowl team ever or something like that. Going three and eight so far. Well, and that's that's the issue with the Rams is because they've gone all in for so long, I don't do they have a draft pick in the next three drafts? I'm not I'm not even joking. Like Yeah, I don't think they yeah. they might they probably don't. <laughs> they've been giving it away for to everybody for mm-hmm. Von Miller, for you know, and all those big name players. I mean, and it they, worked out for them. Yeah, they, yeah, they did won. Win a they Super won it. Bowl. That's all that matters. You won one. That's 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 a super hard thing to do. So mm-hmm. you you achieved your goal. Yeah, but it's going to be rough for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sunday night, uh, the Niners uh, blanked the Saints thirteen to nothing. Uh, first time uh, New Orleans has been shut out since two thousand one. I'm seeing here, so that's a impressive. Uh, Wow, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, they haven't been shut out in twenty years. Yeah, I suppose Drew. That's like Drew Brees' entire career. Did he ever go a game without scoring points? Probably not. Nope. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Crazy. And now that I put some thought into it, sure, why not? Wow. And yeah, and then uh, last night we had. Uh, Steelers 24, Colts 17. That game meant nothing, but it was entertaining. It shows that you just can't jump into coaching. No. Uh, time management at the end yeah. was the worst time management I've ever seen that in any bad. game possible because you didn't call timeout until 30 seconds. 30 seconds. There's a sack. You did a draw run with Jonathan Taylor. There's so many weird plays in there, too. I was like, what is going on? Well, and then especially bad. after that long uh, Matt Ryan uh, run 
Yeah, he ran you forever. You have to call timeout. Well, why there. doesn't Matt Ryan call timeout? He's the one who's yeah, been playing this game for 20 friggin' years. He's he sure. should yeah, know when point. to call timeout, dude. Good you think point. Aaron Rodgers is just going to let Matt LaFleur not call a timeout in that moment? No, he's going to look at the ref, be like, timeout. And then he's going to look at Matt LaFleur and be like, what's your problem, buddy? How do you not know to call a timeout right there? Well, that's a problem because Matt Ryan isn't Aaron Rodgers. Dude. Completely <laughs> yeah. different well, people. They, yeah, but this is basic football <laughs> stuff. The, dude, everyone's screaming at their TVs like, call timeout. <laughs> You yeah, know? but then, <laughs> How do you then not but then know? you gotta scream at the coach to be like, "Why are we running a draw? Yeah, why are you just, running a draw uh, for well, one yard for not even one yard? I think it's exactly deception. no yards. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. They thought they well, got deception. Yeah, I, I, hated, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what you're. I know that's what it was. Like we're gonna throw them off, and they're like, "Are you stupid?" <laughs> We caught that play. Like we ran, we were rushing three, and we got it immediately. That's pathetic. Yeah, that's so bad. So bad. Well, and then the argument is you don't want to leave time on the clock, but Dude. unless you're prime, unless you're prime Brady or prime Rogers or Mahomes, it's all matter. Yes, it doesn't gonna... matter. Nope. Just score, yep. score and tie the game, and mm-hmm. if they come back and win, they did it. They yep. won the game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but if you yeah. can't score, then that, that's the problem. Don't ever think about that because not a, you're never going to be in these positions. Like, I can't believe you're in that position to win the game, Colts. The Steelers <laughs> actually look pretty good, you know? Yeah, like, right. Oh, man. That was, was well, like a big run yeah. back that started that got a t- quick yep. touchdown. You know, like it was just those, those things that put him back in it when you guys shouldn't even be in it at all. So yeah. And then, yeah, and then to just lose it that way after <laughs> like that being way, in a game things, that you shouldn't you have. Have all the time in the in. world, you have hundred-year-old Matt Ryan who's won how many comeback <laughs> games? Like you go down there, like you have all these things oh, going for you, and you're just it's like you forgot you had timeouts or something. Yeah, oh, it was man. bad. Everyone forgot they had timeouts. Yeah, you know, everyone on that Colts team, and probably the same, the Steelers are probably like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Why are they doing this? Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on from the previous week that we missed? Uh, not so. really. Nothing else really, like, jumped out. I think we hit it all. All right. So we'll move on to our week 13 preview. Uh, Thursday night, we got Bill's Patriots, so... Prime gets a decent game for one of the few of the year. Uh, we got Packers at Bears. We've touched on that. Uh, Steelers, Falcons, Jags, Lions, Jets, Vikings. Uh, my, I think the most intriguing game of the week is uh, Giants, Commanders, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Titans, Eagles should be good. Uh, Broncos, Ravens, probably not so much. Browns, Texans, who cares? Uh, what's standing out to you guys in that opening window? In the 12 o'clock spot? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jets, Vikings, just based on their records, but it's only interesting if the Vikings lose. If they win, it's like, yeah, they're supposed to. But if yeah, if the lose... Mike Mike White Chang shows up again, mm-hmm. 
That'd be and great, that, but I don't know. And an eight and four Jets team complicates the AFC East picture too, and the AFC Wild Card picture, to be honest. Yes, it does. Um, to me, I the like I said, the the Commanders Giants is a massive one for the NFC playoff picture, but the sneaky one that I'm uh think is going to be a fun one uh jaguars lions it does it doesn't mean anything but i think that's going to be a really fun game yeah uh two scrappy teams uh let's not overlook titans eagles as well that's, that's i I, had, I think i'd mentioned division, that one yeah division, you did. uh leaders no it just as interesting of... games to watch oh yeah too. like yeah like that's two division leaders two strong division leaders that are you know even if they lose they'll still be leading their divisions so just kind of a possible you know technical possible super bowl matchup here you know nothing mm-hmm. major but you know maybe i mean packers bears to me just because i think it's hilarious for like how many weeks they've been talking about you know whoever wins the next one is the most wins in nfl history as a team and i'm like that was four weeks ago the Packers and the Bears haven't won since. Yeah. So it's still up for grabs. <laughs> Who can win one yep. of these games <laughs> to have the most games of all time? Which, again, is, is really who cares because it's not really fair when you're around 40 to 60 years longer than other teams. But, um, <laughs> yeah, to me it would be – it's going to be probably the Titans-Eagles are gonna, is the game I'm going to watch the, the, the closest because, again, the, the Eagles – Titans defense is good. Can the Eagles keep running rampant all over them, or was it just a fluke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot of games at noon though on Sunday. And then I just wanted to, the uh, Commanders Giants game. I think is really intriguing because I think if they, they've got two games left, I think if they split that, the entire NFC East is going to be in the playoffs. That's what. That's how the standings are right now, and I think it's a. I think that's a real possibility. All the NFC East teams make it. That'd be terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just a fan of none of them, so it'd be well, just I bad mean, to have them all in there. Seattle and Atlanta are really the only two teams that can prevent that from happening. If you really look yeah, at the I mean, standings, I guess I didn't really look at it that way, but you're you're right. Oh my god! And the Falcons don't even really have a chance to do that. Oh wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Just something to keep in mind there. Like the Seahawks have to keep winning, and right now, like they're half a game behind, so they have to keep winning. I just have a feeling the Commanders and the Giants are going to come out later as Commander and Giants the rest of the season, and we're not going to talk about them anymore. Well, that's – I mean, the Giants have been looking more like the Giants. The Commanders are looking okay, to be honest. That's – I mean, they're just – they're beating teams they're supposed to beat. Yeah, this will be a test. And mm-hmm. Giants defense is a little bit tougher, so – I just, I mean, I, I could, that is a crazy scenario. I just – I can't see all four getting in 
it can possibly happen, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. It is. All right, moving on. Uh, the three o'clock window. We have. Are, are did you guys have anything else to say? Opening window. Sorry. No, that's no. Cut you guys off. All right. Uh, we have Seahawks Rams, uh, Dolphins Niners. That's going to be a fun game. Uh, that's going to be a, I think, a real test for uh, the Dolphins. Both I mean, it's going to be a test for the Niners teams. too. But yeah, because the Dolph- the Niners' offense last week was horrible, mm-hmm. horrible. So just because they won and kept them to zero doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> you got to come yeah. out and play a team that's good. So yeah. Uh, Chiefs Bengals, another uh, AFC matchup that uh, should be uh, telling. Bengals kind of don't have to win that game, but it'd be really nice if they did for their playoff chances, especially at home against the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are Chargers. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's going to be a test for where the Bengals are sitting. I, I think. mean, this is who they. I mean, didn't the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game last year? Yes, they did. So there's mm, always there's that in Kansas City. So yeah, this, this one's in home. Cincinnati. This yeah, we'll see. No Jamar Chase, so mm. it's big. Yeah, that's huge. And then uh, Chargers Raiders is the other three o'clock game. Mm. Um. Not a whole lot to say about that one. Yeah. Uh, Colts uh, go to Dallas on Sunday night. If Dallas loses that one, ooh, yeah, yeah I don't I'd love that. it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Jerry's world would come crumbling to a halt. <laughs> um, and then Monday night we have uh, the Saints and Buccaneers. Again, the Buccaneers, if they want to do anything, I mean, they're going to win that division, unfortunately. But isn't Tom Brady 0 5 in the regular season against the Saints? Yes, he is. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, only two buys this week uh, Cardinals and Panthers are both on buy. Um, everyone else is playing. So, uh, anything else that's standing out to you guys about this week's schedule, or anything else you guys want to talk about? I don't think so. No, yeah, I mean, like, just Dolphins. Let's get a win and let's see them do good in uh, San Francisco. Because they they just uh, tied with the Bills, right? Or they the Bills have the they have the same record. Yep. Yeah, but right now the Dolphins have the tiebreaker because they beat the yep. Bills earlier yep. this year. They, they they play again later this year yet? Yeah, they still have. Uh, it's the third. De- it's December eighteenth. Okay. It's one of the flex games, so they don't know if it's, it's probably going to be a primetime game. You, I would think so. I would assume they would flex that. All right. Oh, they're um, not flexing the Dolphins-Packers game, though, for the record. That's still going to be a nooner. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, we had we got a uh, couple college games on tonight. Uh, the 
Big Ten ACC showdown is going on right now. Uh, Virginia, Michigan, and uh, Wisconsin, Wake Forest both play tonight. Uh, Syracuse is playing Illinois right now. I didn't. I haven't seen the score in a second, but uh, so that's that's always a fun early season uh, conference matchups. Uh, we've got. Uh, World Cup on Saturday. We've got the NBA. We've got championship weekend in college. We've got a full slate of NFL games. So again, all the sports for you guys. Yep. A great time to be watching sports. They're all on. Except yep. baseball, and that's awesome. Except baseball. <laughs> uh, Illinois, is, <laughs> Illinois is currently up 26 to 23 on Syracuse, so Illinois sitting at uh, ranked 16, 5 and 1, Syracuse 3 and 3. So we'll see how that goes. And then, um, yeah, we'll be back. Well, Jason and Ben will be back next week with you guys. I have to unfortunately take the week off, but I will talk. To, we will talk to you guys soon. Yes, we will. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night, guys. We love you. Have a great Tuesday.